You are now tuned in to the Sunday Morning Smoke Session on 4th and 20 Football Radio on Spotify. Thank you for tuning in to 4th and 20 Football Radio. Four, four, and twenty. Four, four, and twenty. Four, four, and twenty. Four, four, and twenty. Podcast. Roll up the loud gas. Sunday morning talking sports. Can hear the crowd chant. Ryan Gully in the front and on the sidelines. Training camp, we showing up. You seen that last drive? Get so close, can feel the rush. Here come the touchdown. Hustle hard, no giving up. We live in plush now, Derrick Henry through the middle Yo defense scared now, bet on us like Calvin Ridley They know we up now, Akron born shout out to Cleveland But we don't fuck with Brown, Cincinnati coming up And Pittsburgh suck now, who gon' win the AFC? It's up for grabs now, tune into the 4th and 20 Come get your sports now 4th and 20 4th and 20 Four and twenty. It's the fourth and twenty podcast. Fourth and twenty. Fourth and twenty. Fourth and twenty. It's the fourth and twenty podcast. Good, everybody. It's your boy Gully. We'll be back with the Sunday morning smoke session for Super Bowl 58. Man, alongside with my guy Troy. What's good? And, and your boy Elijah. Here. Man, listen, yo, this has been one crazy ass season. A lot of record breaking season. And just whole, I don't know, man. Like from, from week one all the way to all the way to the playoffs, man. It's been a lot of fucking surprises, though, man. From Man, the lowest score, you know, lower scoring games, the highest scoring games, a lot of coaches being hired, fired. fired. You know, I mean, it's everything has just been crazy. And it's one of the first seasons we haven't even seen Tom Brady on the field. All right, man, that's crazy. Not seeing the GOAT. Man, damn. You know, he's uh he's officially retired though. So uh, I mean, now we can say the league isn't actually in good hands though, you know. I mean, a lot of the rookies, they've been stepping up, you know. We still got, you know, uh, we still got tw- uh, the draft for 2024 coming up pretty soon. You know, draft class for 2023, they have been, oh, my God. They've some been big from, names, man. Yeah, it's been definitely some, some big names. There's some big names, though. And, you know, picking up from, uh, you know, the training camp session, you know, from, uh, tw- you know, from last year, 2023, we've been traveling all, you know, all over the globe. You know, we've been seeing, uh, seeing the training camps. See the training camps unfold and everything, you know, seeing how, you know, players, uh, see how players are going to, you know, have their chemistry with, uh, you know, whether it be the quarterback, whether it be the, you know, receiver, receiving court or running backs. We've been watching it all, though, man. And let me tell you, a lot of these teams, though, came they looking as fresh. a surprise. They be looking fresh, man. Mm, mm, mm. 
But uh, yeah, let's let's talk about a little bit about uh, you know, Super Bowl Fifty Eight. It's a repeat of Super Bowl Fifty Four. So we got the Kansas City Chiefs and the, and the San, San Francisco Forty Niners. You know that's uh, I you know for it to be a repeat of the Super Bowl, it's kind of underwhelming. But at the same time, too, it's a whole different core. I mean, some of the players are still the same, though, but it's a whole different core around, you know, the 49ers core, some of the Chiefs core. I mean, they still got Patty. They still got Travis. You know, they're still out there doing their thing, Chris Jones and stuff, though. But for, you know, but for both teams to, you know, make it this far again, that's saying something. We're going to talk a little bit about that, though, you know, later, uh, later on in our segment, though, but... You know, Super Bowl 54, the Chiefs won it 30, uh, 31 and 20. That was Patrick Mahomes' first Super Bowl. So he's refacing the same team again, though. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, in all honesty, I feel like Patty's going to do it again. I say that in terms of the Niners are a great collective team. Don't get it twisted. But how are you going to stop Patty? You can do anything you want on defense, you can do anything you want on offense. But if you let it be close, and you give Patty, let alone 10 seconds, you... He's going to get you. Yeah. He might not have Tyreek like he used to. He definitely doesn't have a receivers like he used to. But But he still gets it done. You damn right. (laughs) They'll they'll have Tony set at home again. But he's getting cut this offseason, and they're going to (laughs) win. I guarantee you, if they do let Tony be on the field, they're going to lose. So there's a... Two different factors. He's either there or not. He's not going to be there. <laughs> but for, I mean, honestly, though, a lot of people have really, you know, they, they're really seeing it. This is, Patty's pretty much the light-skinned better Tom. He's going to constantly be in the Super Bowl, if not always damn near being there. He's going to be the person that pisses us off slash makes us enjoy the game. <coughs> it really depends on how you are, if you are, or if you're not a Patty fan. Andy Reid is a phenomenal coach. Yeah, yeah. Huge Andy. fan since I've been a kid, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, like, you know, he's yeah, he's he's still he's still going down as one of the greatest of all time. Oh, he has to. Yeah, you know, he needs space, to, he has to. Yeah, for real, for real. You know, speaking of uh, you know, greatest of all time and stuff, though, man. Let's talk about uh, let's talk a little bit about our you know our uh regular season record, though. We broke our own record again. Hell yeah. For the 2023-2024 season, we have 188 wins and 83 losses on the regular season. 10-2 and two in the playoffs. Hell yeah, man. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, for, for us to, you know, predict at least 273 games, you know, that's a long, that's a, that's a, that's a real long stretch, you know, from 18 weeks all the way till now. And this is one of the first seasons we even yet we have not had a tie. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, this is uh, you know, that's that's kind of it's kind of crazy though. You know, in the past five seasons that we've uh, you know, we've been on air, we've been seeing ties. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much at almost every single year since the 2018 season. You know, that's so crazy. I mean, this uh, you know, this 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 shows you this is a different season. Think about it as well, though. This I'm pretty sure this is the season where there was the most two point conversions as well. Yeah. yeah, the most fourth down conversions. This has been the ballsiest season that I've seen by far, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely why why not third and twelve? You think it's a pass play? Detroit's gonna run it and get it. Yep. Fourth and one. 
Anything goes, man. Phillies, you already know what they're doing. Yep. You know, anything else. It's one of those things. Yeah, there's just the the Dolphins. There's just, I'm really fucking with these non-conservative coaches and and their play calling and their method schemes. Yeah. Because it's one of those, you got to have faith in your defense. And so it's one of those, even if we don't get this, our defense about to get the ball back for us anyway. Yep. So that's how I that's that's how I'm really addressing these coaches. And that's how I'm really, that's why I'm really fucking with these coaches. Yep. The Lions, phenomenal job. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, we're gonna uh, yeah we're gonna get into their uh, crack into their season a little bit later on in our segment though. But um but yeah, man, it's been a lot of yeah, just like you said though, man, it's been a lot of teams going for two. You know, they're they they're not trying to tie. They're not trying to settle. They're trying know? to get that win. Yeah, they're man. definitely trying to get that dub mm-hmm. though. You know, some of them, you know, they play, you know, some of them paid off, some of them really didn't. But either way it goes, you know, they took the initiative to actually try to, you know, get you know, get down the field, especially in critical situations, you know. But uh Let's talk about a little bit about uh, you know some of uh, some of this NFL news that's been going on and stuff though, man. Some of this like, hiring and firing of head coaches, man. You know, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where you know, speaking of aggressive coaches and speaking of you know, I, I would say pretty much just like you know, just on the statistics, you know, there's been some teams that we thought were going to do good. But they, they were, were terrible. They were fucking terrible. Let's talk about this for a hot second. We've all kind of speculated this before, you know, before the season. Uh, you know, even even last season and stuff, though. You know, when is Bill Belichick either going to A, retire, or B, be let go of? And you guess, and you can guess what happened. Bill Belichick has been released as a head coach. After you what? Seasons of headset one of the New England Patriots. You know, I mean, that comes to a shocker. You know, him being a six-time Super Bowl win- uh, winning coach. You know, he's always had like you know one of those uh you know top one of those top-notch defenses. You know, he he's no he's no he's no what he you know wants to do. He knows what type of schemes he wants to play. You know, run against teams. You know, and since Tom Brady has left New England, Bill Belichick has struggled. With you know different co- you know different quarterbacks you know from ranging from Cam Newton to Mac Jones. Now you know what I'm saying like you know it's just not working out. And speaking of you know uh, I will say another entourage that you know Bill Belichick has uh, you know worked with over the you know worked with over the years though too. And in spe- you know in case of Mac Jones, Nick Saban also retires you know from Alabama. You know. I mean, simultaneously, I would say what in in a span of a week, you know, from each other, they ended up, you know, one ends up getting uh, getting let go of, the other one just ends up retiring. You know, both of those coaches, they've been they've been coaching football or been in the league, whether it be college or you know what I'm saying, NFL. They've been in the league for decades, as long as you can, as long as you can think. You know, for both of those coaches to actually leave, it's like. It's a it's a whole new game. It's going to be a whole new spirit because now a lot of the OGs are you know what I'm saying leaving it to the younger generation. You know what have they taught and what have they sown into you know what I'm saying the realms of football of game plan. You know game planning, being a leader. You know what I'm saying and work, you know learning how to you know what I'm saying win titles. You know. I mean, both of those coaches are the, you know, the most winning coaches of pretty much all, of all sports history. Yeah. You know, and speaking of, you know, speaking of which, though, too, you know, 
Gerard Mayo, you know, he steps in as, you know, head coach uh, of the uh, New Orleans. So it's definitely going to be a new day. He's one of Bill Belichick's disciples. He's won Super Bowl rings with him. You know, he's been on the team. He was, uh, you know, he was actually a, uh, you know, coordinator. He was a deep one of the, uh, he was one of the linebacking coaches, you know, for the Patriots. Now him stepping up, you know, I mean, are we going to see a Bill Belichick part two, or are we going to see, you know, what I'm saying, a whole different New England Patriots that we would have never imagined that coming next season. So we're going to definitely stay tuned to that. Now, next. Next, uh, next little part of the news, though. You know, speaking of another winning coach, Pete Carroll also, you know what I'm saying, steps out as head coach. You what? Now, he was another coach that, you know, winning. You know what I'm saying? He's won, what, two Super Bowls with Seattle. They've always been in the playoffs. You know, if not, uh, knocking on the doors of, you know, at least 500. There, there hasn't been not too many seasons where Pete Carroll's went under 500. I think there was one year, but that was pretty much yeah. When the Legion of Boom disbanded, they really had nobody. That was just they were. It was pretty down bad. It's pretty right. much rebuild mode. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and then you know that was what Russell will. You know, that was Russell Wilson's last year. You know, they went what five and eleven that you yeah. know that year. That was one of the only years that they really actually went under five hundred under Pete Carroll. But other than that, it's like Pete Carroll was one of those coaches that he has. He has great respect, just like Bill Belichick. You know, you got to plan around him because he's going to plan around you. You know, so Pete Carroll, he, you know, he's out of, you know, out as head coach after 16 seasons. But the, uh, but the Seahawks, they end up hiring Mike, uh, Mac, uh, Mac, Mike McDonald from the Ravens, you know, the uh, Ravens defensive coordinator. So he's now going to be the head coach. So. Ravens defense, they were looking pretty good. They were looking pretty solid, though. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But they were looking pretty fucking solid this year. Now, another one I would say is, uh, I would say, you know, got fired or whatever. He's actually been on the hot seat for a minute. Ron Riviera. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's just, I mean, I used to fuck with Ron, man. I'm not going to front. I really did. But, like, yeah, it, it, it's, it was unfortunately a, a long time coming because... The Panthers, they was yeah, they they let go for a reason, and now I mean like the Commanders, they was <sighs> yeah, they were they were what like last year they 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 showed some promise last year. This season, I mean uh, it was you know trash. Hmm. But okay, they mainly showed promise because Scary Terry was doing his thing, right, and because the run game was able to semi be established, and that defense was actually pretty decent, right. This year, nah. Yeah, they, I don't know, they, they low-key kind of shit to bed for real. Yeah, you know? like, they, they relied on how way too much, and he's, he, I'm like, what's, he was the most sacked and the most intercepted quarterback in the NFL so this season. Like, he, he, he can only do so much. Like, I, honestly, I feel like he's, he's pretty decent. He could possibly be their quarterback. He needs, they, they just need help all around, so. He also, you know, completed, a, uh, had a lot of pass attempts. So, yeah, he, he was throwing the, the ball The run game quite was a bit. not established in the slightest. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't blame him with the wrong thing, but damn, Ron. You're right. But they hired Dan Quinn as their new head coach. So Dan Quinn is also, uh, you know, coming back into the, you know, he's coming back into the picture as uh, being the head coach, you know. I mean, what was it, three, four seasons, you know, since, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, the Falcons have moved on from him. 
You know, now yeah. he's coming. You know, now he's coming back in. You know, back into the picture as a head coach, though, because he was a defensive coordinator at uh, Dallas. Yeah. You know, for a little while. And I mean, Dallas's defense—they were actually stellar. pretty. Yeah, they were actually pretty fucking solid, though. So, you know, I'm interested to see what Dan Quinn is going to. You know what I'm saying? A, a part two of that. You know what I'm saying? Because he, you know, he was he's he was actually a really decent coach. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, the the time with him and Matt Ryan, it was. Mm, they had their ups and their downs, though, you know? They did. But overall, Dan Quinn, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, he's another good coach that, you know, he's got, you know, he's got tenure. You know what I'm saying? You know, he knows what he wants, you know? So there's going to be a lot of changes, especially in, you know, Washington. But we'll talk about Washington's, uh, you know, season later on in our, you know, segment. Speaking of, you know, someone that we just talked about, the Falcons, they um, are out on Arthur Smith. Um, as head coach after three seasons, and they hire the defensive coordinator from the L.A. Rams, Raheem Raheem uh, Morris. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it, it, this was one of those things. You know, Arthur Smith, since he stepped in, they've been, they've done a little bit better, but they have not done great. You know, I mean. What was it? Three. It was a two seasons where you know what I'm saying. They went seven to ten, like straight up, twice. You know how do you do that? Then on top of that, too, uh, how can I say this, man? Like that NFC South. Uh, what was it? The year before. I mean, that was one of the weakest divisions, in, you know, in the league. This year, it was kind of looking the same, though, too. I was to say it was the same and this year. On top of it, the Falcons statistically had one of the easiest schedules in the league this season, so they really could have done something. Not at seven and ten, no. No, they really, tr- they really, truly didn't know. But it's just one of those things, you know. Like I said, Arthur Smith, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, it it just did not work out for him in Atlanta. Nah, it didn't. As unfortunate as that may be, it sure didn't. Are we gonna talk about where he is currently at now? Yeah, and he's new. He's the new offensive coordinator with the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is why I'm very disappointed. Uh, it's one of those things that like you see what he's done, but it's also can you? I don't know. Is it really his fault? Is it really a? Is it really him fucking up, or is it the offense couldn't, you know, come come together and actually incorporate his system? I don't know. But I'm a little frightened because I was hoping for somebody different. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with the nation, but damn. Yeah, and they, you know, the, you know, the Steelers did, uh, you know, they had, they kind of had a rough season though too, which you know we're going to talk a little bit about that, you know, later on though. But, but um, one one coach that I definitely want to talk about, I've always been a fan of, is Mike Va- Mike uh, Rabel. Um. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He's out as head coach, you know, of the, you know, the Titans. So, uh, but uh, Brian Callahan is the new um, head coach, and he's the offensive coordinator from the Cincinnati Bengals. Hmm. You know, and it, that I would say, you know, honestly, Mike Vrabel had a, uh, I don't know, since he won Coach of the Year, what was it back in twenty twenty? Yeah. You know, since he won Coach of the Year, they. The Titans have kind of regressed, you know. Yeah, Derrick Henry's been always been that, you know, he's always been that 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 threat. But since they traded AJ Brown, you know what They've I'm saying? Like, trash, you know, man. the the Titans have really low key kind of fell off though. But this year, it's like they have some good pieces, 
they but they were just not clicking. I just felt like they were more off this year than they have been in previous years, for real. More of a decline than last year. So, do you want to blame that on the offense or the defense, though? Because, like, I feel offense. like... Offense? Yeah. So, like, Derek, he had his games. He did he did pretty well. D-Hop? D-Hop is still... He's just an older version of D-Hop, so he still does his thing. I just felt like the Titans didn't really have an offensive line to protect their running back or their quarterback. True, But true. the Titans' defense was literally in the top five at the start of the season. Yeah. So their defense was actually pretty top-notch. Until for in the beginning, yeah. And then for some reason, there's a lot of teams in the beginning that did well or did well into the midseason or did well to the last five games. I don't know what's going on, what happened with this league, but... There's a lot of teams that like seem consistent. That's why, honestly, like the first five games, I kind of let those ride. I'm like, you know what? Well, we got just to see what happens. Because for some reason, some teams take a little bit to pick it up. Some teams love to just win hella, and then they'll start to lose hella. Like that's I remember that's what happened to the Steelers last year, and I was yeah. just like, man. I yeah. also look at those first five games as one of the most critical because that could also that could. Um, pretty much tell how you're going to do over the course of the season. Yeah, I guess I might dictate it, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah man. But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. Like, the Titans, like I said, though, man, they they just more or less, like, kind of slipped off, uh, you know, they kind of slipped off the rocks, though, too, since 2020, more yeah. or less, you know. Speaking of teams that have slipped off the rocks, though, I mean... You, gotta, you can't forget about the Raiders, first of yeah. all. Yeah. In the very beginning, yeah. yeah. With Josh McDaniels, yeah, he... They, they were really doing too, honestly, that shit was looking... Yeah. I know Adams was hella mad. Weren't Jones they like had, one and five, you know, they, before they, they even made a move? Yeah, they were pretty much. They were just mad ass. And all of a sudden... Man. Oh they couldn't do anything. In come Antonio Pierce. Yeah. Them, hey, Antonio Pierce was definitely the... The refreshment they needed. Yeah. Those players seemed to rally around him, and like honestly, they almost made the playoffs. They yeah. finished what mm-hmm. nine and eight. They were yeah, they were going to fuck off. Like I remember even telling Gully, I was like, they better not fire him. They better they better hire him as the coach. He's like, I don't know. I like, no, no. Yeah. You don't understand. They like this is you need a coach that the players are not only going to rally behind, mm-hmm. but he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And he seems like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And he said he went, you know, right. Right as he he became inter, the interim head coach, you know what I'm saying. After they after they fired McDaniel's, he said he you know he want you know who he wants to build his team around. Mm-hmm. You know that you know being that Josh Jacobs and uh, Spillane, you know mm-hmm. you know the, uh, their linebacker. Which you know we're going to talk about that a little bit more later. But you know the Raiders they they've since 2020. You know what I'm saying. They have been the team that's been on the rocks. You know since you know fucking uh. You know, the Henry Ruggs situation. Literally yeah. since they moved there. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, since, really, exactly. Since yeah. they moved there, you know, they've been one of those teams where it's just like, yo, like, they were doing good. They would they were do pretty good. Then they would just, like, go through some type of locker room situation, either before the camp or, at, you know, during the season, and they either fire a head coach, then they have to rebuild again. You know, so, I don't know, man. Mark Davis... I really feel as though, like, you know, this, I feel like this time, he, he's, hopefully he's got it right. You know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I really do hope he's got it right, though. Time will only tell, man. Yeah, he's a very winning-oriented guy. Like, yeah. that's what he invested, yeah, man, I fucked with him. I didn't realize that he was the owner of the, uh, 
the the women's basketball league yeah. as well. And yeah, they they win championships. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's out there. He's like yeah, we're doing this, that, and the third. We're trying to do this with the Raiders. Everybody already asked immediately. They didn't give a fuck about the game. I was like, damn, that's wild. But yeah, yeah, they fucking yeah. He was on it. Now you know, speaking of a you know a division rival, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, which we're going to talk about later on. You know. Brandon Staley, you know what I'm saying, with the Chargers, he's out as a, you know, head coach, you know, but who, who's he, uh, you know, who's been replaced by him, nobody would expect was Jim Harbaugh, you know, him coming from Michigan to actually, you know, uh, make a return in the NFL to be the uh, Chargers' new head coach. Now, Brandon Staley, you know, since he, you know, he was a shot, he, uh, he was a Sean McVay disciple, you know. He was working, you know, he was, uh, I think it was the offensive coordinator with them for, you know, uh, when they went, uh, went on that Super Bowl run. But Brandon Staley this year, we'll talk about that. And, you know, in the Chargers the past two years, though, man, like they've been doing, I would say, Charger things. Trash. <laughs> you know, and it, you know, it was just like, they're just like a, a frayed iPhone cord. Sometimes they work, they got pieces. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Injury also hurt them, too. Yeah. But, I mean, they still got – it's really sad to see the Chargers, yeah, be as bad as they were with, like, all the weapons that they have. But it's also that defense, dude. The defense – admittedly, the defense, yeah, needs to step up. Like, the defense Khalil, was terrible. Khalil was doing his thing. Yeah. Khalil Mack, I forget uh, – I think he was – he was definitely top ten in sacks this year. And, like, he was nowhere near the, he took, because they, they're Bosa-less, because uh, I forget what, yeah, um, Bosa was oh, Joey Bosa, oh. yeah, they were Bosa-less, so it was all up to Khalil to do it, and so, like, it was one of those things that, like, yeah, as you said, injuries, there's been, I think, pretty much, it was this year, there's only, like, one or two less injuries than it was last year, but, like, these have been one of the most play, or, like, most injuries that we've seen, like, in, the, in a, for a, a yeah. minute. Yeah, you know. Definitely. Yeah, you know, which honestly though, yeah, this this year, you know, just like you said though, with the injuries that it, that it happened though, I mean, those were some big pieces. Yeah. You know, I I don't. There was even kickers that got injured. <laughs> yeah, man, and that even that really kickers. Hurt. Yeah, yeah, that really hurt. That man. really hurt a lot of teams though too. You right. Know? So I, you know, speaking of you know speaking of uh you know kickers that I would say. Mm, they really, you know, kind of, kind of fair, better, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, with the Houston Texans, you know what I'm saying? With him going out, you know what I'm saying? That really hurt, you know, the Texans, you know, with a uh, with a couple of couple of games though too, and they were really fucking close. Yeah, with that Mandola in, yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't have a good kicker, like you unfortunately need to be a good, well-rounded team in general. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> That's why the Chiefs are where they at. They yeah, field goals, man. You need a good kicker. You need right. a good. You just need a good collective team. Right. And yeah, that's. I mean, I remember the one game though. They had their like fucking. I think it was like the backup running back or some shit. Kicking and, the field goal. Yeah, man. I just came in that making. Shit. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> even did the kickoffs for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So like, but no, yeah, Amendola definitely fucked it up for him. That's why they, you know, got rid of him ASAP. You know. And, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, collective team, I would say really and honestly a team that mm, this year they <laughs> they really needed to find themselves, though, too, man. So, Frank Reich, you know what I'm saying? He was hired in as, a, you know, as the Panthers head coach, uh, you know, the offseason, you know, last year. <coughs> he comes in as head coach. 
And as quick as he came, it's now as quick as he went. He just fired as now as uh, you know the new, uh, Buccaneers offensive coordinator, he steps in as head coach for the Carolina Panthers. You know Bryce Young and that you know and the Carolina Panthers, they did not, they just did not have a good season. You know, it was kind of you know it was kind of one of those like sad things to see. You know what I'm saying? Like you know the rookie kind of go down like that. You know, yeah, it, it was just one of those things where you know he wasn't. You know, you we seen it in you know the the first couple weeks. You know, <clears throat> he was not coached correctly. Well, look at who he had as a coach, man. You know, he's displaying he just was, the record. You know, and, and you know, it's like this. Frank Wright. You know what I'm saying? Frank Wright. It's not that he was a a bad coach, so to say. But it was just, you know, it kind of reflected that they just did not plan enough. You know what I'm saying? They did not, you know, train. They did not train you know, really good. You know, they just did, were not, they were not there. They weren't that, you know, they were competitive, but it was not enough. I just felt like this year, this team was just in rebuild mode. And there's yeah. certain positions that they really need to focus more on in this draft, which we'll talk about later, but they really need to focus on key positions in order for them to be performing better next year. They've been in rebuild mode for a minute. Like I said, that's why they got rid of Ron. Literally once, literally once Luke Keekley left, it was just it, it. The defense really just started. Like luckily, the defense this year, honestly, admittedly, they weren't. They're actually pretty decent. They were like the highlight of the Panthers. I'd say they had a. They did have a really good rookie that came in as well. I forget his name, but he was yeah. He was shutting it down for the most. I think it was Horn or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, J.C. Horn. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there was a lot of rookies this year, man. That like. They didn't even have to be first or second round. Like, a lot of them were stepping up. Right. And, so. you know, and speaking of rookies, though, too, you know, we want to talk about, uh, you know, the 4th to 20 awards, you know what I'm saying, that we uh, that we have going, though. You know, that uh, most of our fans, you know what I'm saying, fans, you know, fans that, uh, you know, that have been, uh, you know, participating in, you know, the 4th to 20 man group. Also, check us out, though, too. You know, our Offensive Rookie of the Year, you know what I'm saying, our Rookies of the Year, we would say, though, you know, Goes to A, number one, C.J. Stroud. He actually, uh, you know, he, he actually was had, had a really good, you know, good year though. Made too, playoffs, you know? man. Made playoffs and everything though too. You know, and as uh, you know, runner up, Puka Nakua. Yes. Yes, as a rookie, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Puka Nakua out of you know out of the uh, Rams, though. He had a he had a nice year though too. And uh, you know, and then all uh, you know, then the third place though too, Sam Laporta. You know what I'm saying? Dude, all three of those players, man. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, they're like, you know, now let's give a little shot to the defensive uh, rookie of the year and stuff, though. You know, Will Anderson. You know, another Texan. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, you know, stepped up. You know, that stepped up this year, though, too. You know, he, he, he made some funny plays, though, too. Uh, you know, his runner-up, Jamie Carter with the Eagles. You know, he was making some play. He was making some nice plays, though, too. You know, that was a nice little pick, uh, pick up. Then Brian Branch, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, as uh, number three, you know, with the Detroit Lions, you know. Oh, yeah. He was, uh, you know, he was looking pretty nice, though, too. You know, um, let's talk about, uh, you know, also the, you know, the most surprising team, you know, the most surprising teams, uh, you know, that's uh, – that uh, came up for the 2023 season, though. The Lions. The Lions. That was number one. That was one of the. That was one of the ones. Number three. You know. Then we have uh. You know. Houston Texans coming in at number two. 
You know, they had a nice year, though, too. They did, man. Then the Cleveland Browns, you know what I'm saying, with their defense, that really actually helped out, though, too. They I was come... definitely surprised by their defense this year, man. Definitely. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not. I only, look, I respectfully, like, I, I call the Browns the Browns because they're the Browns. They do Brown things. But their defense has been nice since they picked up Miles. That is their, literally, they, their defense refuses to not do well. Unless, if he, if he's healthy, they will do well. If he's unhealthy, which you've seen, then the defense doesn't do well. So it is all up to that, to, bro, to y'all Hall of Famer, to y'all future Hall of Famer. That, that's pretty much what I'm gonna put him as because that's what he is. He's a future Hall of Famer, regardless of anything. So like, if even the deep, you guys' corners, phenomenal. The linebackers, phenomenal. So like you guys was bro, you guys are doing a really good job. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, you guys have been doing a really good job for a while. It's just always that one position that has fucked you guys, if not yeah. possibly the coach as well. And you know, which we're you know, which we'll talk about that, you know what I'm saying, coming up in our later segment and everything though. But uh yeah, everybody don't go nowhere, stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? We got the AFC recap. We got, you know, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to unpack. So, uh, yeah, don't go nowhere. Everybody stay tuned. Peace.